So today, as I was planning on trying to figure out how I was going to approach this subject, I had about two and a half weeks to, to do it, and uh, I did it this afternoon. <laughs> so anyway, I looked up anger management, what people are doing to, uh, for anger management these days. So I googled it, and I found something very interesting. So, um, you know, this, this site, uh, I took a picture of what I'm going to talk about here, but 
I think it's Men's Line Australia, it looks like, from what I took a picture of, but I'm not sure. But anyways, um, they gave, like, I'm not sure, maybe four or five different main points on how to, you know, what to do when anger arises. And some of them were like, um, you know, uh, just take a step back and say, take a deep breath and say, okay, we can get through this, you know, something like that. And, um, but then I, you know, I, I was reading on, like, oh, yeah, okay. And then... Um, there's this one that's really quite interesting, and uh, it's a main point here. Uh-oh, I lost it. Okay, here. Changing beliefs that contribute to anger. Okay, that's like one of the five stops, and there's only one thing it mentions in, the, in, that, in that whole uh, section. Some anger problems are related to underlying belief systems about how the world should be. If you have a belief that the world should conform to your expectations, you may experience a lot of frustration and anger when it doesn't. <laughs> so, um, you know, we have, I know some guys like this that are really angry all the time. Uh, one guy where I work, um, uh, you know, I go to the, um, I'm a car dealer, that's what I do for work, and, and uh, I, I, you know, so I go to the, the auctions, the car dealer auctions, and there's just one guy there, Paul, and he's, he's always got a complaint. Every, anytime he says something, it's a complaint, and he's always angry about something, you know? And it's usually about how expensive the cars are nowadays, and this car's junk, and da-da-da. And, uh, you know, so he's... And, and I know, like, you know, you have, you have a, quite a lot of people that are, you know, in this kind of mentality. I've noticed, actually, in Australia, you've got, a, a, like, more than any other places I've been in the world. But people just, they're, you know, they're just, they're always angry at the slightest, um, like, uh, you know, somebody does something that's, they get in their way, like, when they're driving, or, and they're just like, you know, and they're, they're just, they've got this anger, like, really built up. And anyone who crosses them, anyone who looks at them wrong or who, um, you know, the slightest uh, infraction is like, you know, they're the, they're the object of their wrath. So, um, but this, uh, this idea that I am, that this world is... Um, meant to conform to my expectations is is a really deep rooted um, uh, philosophy really you know since we were small I mean I know from 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 my own experience when I was a kid you know you, you go to school so you get this and you get that and and you achieve this so you can have these things. And then it's basically the, the mentality that's taught is you are the center. And everything that you see around you, everything you survey, the, 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 the world, the people in it, their bodies, they're all meant for you to be the enjoyer of. You see, that's the, that's the, this, this, this self-centered mentality, meaning I am the center, 
myself as a center and everything is meant for me to enjoy. And it, it's kind of almost like talked about in a way, if someone's a go-getter, right? If someone's like, he's like uh, highly motivated and uh, he's, um, you know, he's, he's a fighter. That's kind of looked up as, looked look to as, uh, you know, good qualities to have because if you have these type of qualities, then you'll be able to get as much for yourself as possible, you see? You'll be able to be happy. If you get good grades in school, uh, then you'll be able to go to university. And if you could do, do well in university and graduate, then you can get a job and then get more stuff for yourself. So um, this, this, uh, this worldview that's given here in this, uh, this tip on how to not be angry is, is a really deep subject, actually. And it's really to, 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 to overcome this problem that you have of this, um, the world conforming to your expectations. And th this is actually, it's not that simple to just give up. You know, it's not so easy to just like um, say, okay, I'm not going to expect the world to conform to my expectations anymore. You know, it, it actually, the whole process of yoga is designed so that happens, so you get away from this um, consciousness of seeing myself as the center and the world conforming to my expectations, you see. Even in uh, like so-called religions, you have the bait, the bait of the religion, right? Like someone will come to your door and say, uh, excuse me, sir, if you, um, you know, if you follow our um, teachings, then uh, you will get to enjoy in this way. In other words, um, so some people say, well, if you, uh, if you do this and this, then what will happen is your reward will be that you'll get to enjoy way better than you're enjoying right now in a world that, uh, you know, you can do what, you, what you're doing now. In other words, you can have all the people that uh, you like to be around, your family and friends, and, and you know, there's going to be surfing there and, and all kinds of stuff. Uh, but it's, it's, it's in a world like like in clouds or something, where there's no, there's no bad stuff that happens, right? So there's different versions of this kind of philosophy, like uh, some people, some, some, you know, religions, so-called religions, they have, uh, their, their bait is that um, you can enjoy uh, this earth, not some heavenly, not some like cloudy, cloudy type place, but right here on earth, and uh, but it's only a certain number of people, and then so, you know, there's not going to be any traffic going, there's not going to be traffic, nobody's going to be surfing on your wave, it's going to be a very peaceful place. It's much like it is now, except, you know, think, you know some things are a little bit different, like there's less people. Uh, and, and lions and lambs get along, and, and, you know, everybody has a nice white picket fence. And, and so... People hear that and then they, they they think, oh, that sounds like you know a good deal. I just have to do this and this and then I get that. So, uh, and then you have some other people that say, okay, well if you if you um, 
if you do this and this, then you can enjoy with 72 virgins. So, uh, and then some people weighed up. They said, well, do that. And then I get to enjoy forever with virgins. Uh, you know, I'm going to take that deal, you know. So, in, in, all, in all those, um, in, whether it's trying to get money uh, in this world, trying to uh, enjoy this world, or trying to enjoy some other world, the same basic consciousness is there of I am the center of enjoyment and what I, what I survey, whether it's this earth, a cloudy place, or a place with lots of virgins, uh, I get to enjoy it. I am the enjoyer, right? It's meant to conform to my will, right? Do you guys understand this, what I'm saying? So, uh, and even in the, in the name of yoga, you have those that try to um, allure, they try to uh, get followers and uh, by catering to this consciousness of people. There was uh, someone by the name of Vivekananda, who was very, very famous. Um, he was one of the, the first Indian, so-called Hindu, to come to the Western world and uh, he, he said something to the effect of um, if you enjoy, if you're sick, sorry, if you're healthy, then enjoy being healthy. If you're sick, then enjoy that. If you're um, uh, rich, enjoy being rich. If you're poor, enjoy being poor. Uh, if you're, um, anyway, you get the picture, right? Whether it's whether you got suffering happening to you or pleasure, just enjoy it. Just get into the enjoyment of it. And uh, so, um, you know, that may sound like a. Some people might consider that. And actually, when I was a kid, I I heard that. I don't not from Vivekananda, but I heard it from somewhere else. And and I tried to apply it. Like I had a really bad back when I was a kid, and I still kind of do. But so I had this back problem. And uh, I, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to try to enjoy it, you know? My friends are all surfing, and I can't surf because i got a bad back. But I'm just going to try to enjoy this bad back. And the more, and I tried to enjoy it, and all that happened was I just thought of it more, and it just made, you know, there's, there's no possibility of me enjoying it. <laughs> it, just, it just made it, I just made me focus on it more, which made it more of a bummer, bummer which made, kept my mind off what I can't, Kept my mind on what I can't do, like go surfing, and the pain, it doesn't work, you know? If it worked, then uh, this would be very bad for the health care industry. <laughs> you know, no matter what you have, just enjoy it, and then no big deal, right? But of course, it's, you know, this is ludicrous. You, you, it's not, you know, it's not like you can tell someone in a, in a, in a hospital bed who's got a broken arm and can't move, uh, you know? Just enjoy this. No, no need to get better, right? Just enjoy it. It's, it's nonsense, obviously. Um, so, uh, also, uh, there's another. Was it Krishna Das or Baba Ram Das? One of the disciples of uh, um, Neem Curly Baba. He was. Uh, he was. Uh, 
smoking all kinds of stuff. Uh, no, it's not smoking, snorting, snorting cocaine. And uh, he would he would go up, have sex with some girl, come back down, snort some more, some more cocaine, and then uh, go back up, snort some more, and come down. And then um, you know this is this would be his night. This is what he what he would do. And his friend, I can't remember which one, but one of them, I think it was Bob Rondas, some or maybe it was Krishnas. One said to the other, um, you know. Aren't we supposed to be yogis? Aren't we supposed to be controlling our senses and not not doing this kind of activity? And uh, he said, uh, you know, actually the game is to be God. The game is not to serve God; is to be God. Once you you know, once you're advanced, you realize that you are God, and and therefore uh, this world is meant for your enjoyment. And therefore, let's get into it. You know. What's stopping us from, you know, if if if, I, if if my idea is that I am the center of everything, and um, my, um, therefore my, this this world is my lila or my pastime, and my business therefore is to try to enjoy it as much as possible. So even in the in the realm of um, yoga, you have uh, this con this consciousness being taught of. Um, you know, the world is meant for your enjoyment, see? But actually, this is not the actual yoga. This is not... Um, yoga means to get away from this thinking. In the, in the Bhagavad Gita, the Bhagavad Gita is an ancient... I'm not sure if you, how many of you guys have heard of the Bhagavad Gita, but it's an ancient yoga scripture and uh, or yoga text. And the whole message of it is... Um, Actually, not just the Bhagavad Gita, but the whole yoga system, and not just the whole yoga system, the whole purpose of this earth planet is to get us away from this consciousness of me-centered, I-centered. This is actually the purpose of all of it. The whole yoga system, the purpose of us being here, this, this place is like a school to get us away from this consciousness. You know, when you try to enjoy this world, when you try to, you know, you want to get into it, it's time to enjoy, right? If you make the, de the, the, the decision, I'm going to enjoy myself, and this world is meant for my enjoyment, this is your philosophy, you run into three major uh, miseries that always mess that up. It messes up that plan. It's known in the in the in the yoga scriptures as um, the threefold miseries, adi atmic, adi botic, and adi devic. And uh, adi atmic means the miseries of the body and the mind. So when you when you're trying to enjoy this place, uh, you're set on, on a mission to enjoy it. You've got these this body and this mind that's always messing with you. <laughs> You have, I'm sure most of you can notice right now, those of you who are sitting, uh, you don't, you can't sit comfortably in one position for too long without feeling some type of pain or discomfort. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> so this, even if you're trying to relax and listen to a lecture, you'll ha you're having some pain going on in your body. 
right now I'm feeling my back pain, you know. Um, and what to speak of, you know, pains like uh, sicknesses and uh, headaches and, you know, indigestion and, and those are minor compared to some, some that will happen in old age, you know, uh, arthritis and, um, you know, so many different, so many different kinds of problems, right? Who can list all the different kind of problems someone can have, you know? Um, Toothaches, I mean, it's just unlimited, the amount of pains that the body, you can have in the body. And uh, then the, the death of the body, the birth of the body, um, diseases of the body, old age, these are painful. And then you have the miseries of the mind, as if that wasn't bad enough. You know, you've got to deal with um, stress, anxiety, anger, fear, right? These are always there, different types of fear. Anytime you want something, there's a fear that I'm not going to get it. <laughs> and every time you got something, there's a fear that I'm going to lose it. <laughs> and every time you lost something, there's a that's a bummer. You know, so you've got you've got this this constantly badgering you, these these miseries of the body and the mind. <sighs> and my business, this is my Leela, this is my pastime, I'm here to enjoy. But you're not. You've got all these. How can you? How can you say that this is the purpose of this place when it's? You've got all these sufferings that are inbuilt. Now that's only one out of the three. Do you guys want to hear the other two? <laughs> there's. It's not like you, something you don't know already. You already know it. Then there's a misery, adi botik, which is miseries caused by other living entities. Maybe your body's feeling okay and your mind is all right, but then you got a mosquito. One little mosquito can ruin your whole night's sleep. You guys ever experienced that? I experienced that not too long ago. I had a... I woke up at 3 in the morning because of a and then I had to you know, every time I'd almost drift off to sleep you know after 15 minutes I was wide awake I couldn't go back to sleep anymore, you know it was a war me and this little bugger so and then you have like, not, you know, you have your neighbors, you know, your neighbors making noise. You have, um, you know, the government screwing stuff up for you, take, making you get your your vaccines, even though you know it's bad for you and you don't want to get it, but they're forcing you to do it. Otherwise, they're not going to give you childcare and whatever, right? So many different uh, miseries caused by other living beings, other people not conforming to what you want them to do. You know? And uh, and then you have um, you know you you want to go. I mean, I experienced this when I was in, in Byron Bay. It was such a hot day, and and um, I wanted to go for for a swim. You know, on a hot day, and it was, the water was beautiful. It was offshore, just slightly offshore, glassy and clear. And I was like, oh, this is nice. And so I jumped in, sting, blue bottle, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then um, you know all kinds endless right endless all the, the the sufferings caused by other living entities your husband not behaving properly your kids not behaving properly you know where does it end you know? and uh, 
so then you have Aridevik as well, which is miseries caused by natural forces like heat, cold, earthquakes, tsunamis, things like that. Snow, rain. So you have you have all these things just hammering you every day and you're trying to enjoy. You know, you're trying to you know, you're thinking this world is meant for my enjoyment, it's my place of enjoyment. Yeah, let's get into it. Like uh you know, you have this is like a prevalent philosophy in, in I hear it all the time. As soon as you know, when, whenever somebody dies, uh, you always hear this, right? It's like just shows that life is short. Gotta enjoy it while you can, right? You gotta get into it and try to enjoy it as much as possible when you can, because it's really short. So, you know, get into it. That's the goal of life is I'm the center and this world is meant for my enjoyment, right? This is everybody's consciousness. So if you want, as that men's health line, whatever, um, uh, recommended, you're thinking that this world is meant for my enjoyment, it's gonna to conform to what you want, uh, is a cause of anger, you see? So, uh, this is what the process of yoga, culminating in bhakti yoga, but the whole process of yoga is meant to gradually bring a person out of this consciousness, right? So uh, a yogi is like a uh, transcendental surfer. You know a surfer, he knows that the waves are more powerful than him. He's in no illusion that he can control the waves, right? A good surfer is one who knows that the will, the wills, sorry, the waves will is more powerful than my will. And if I want to have a harmonious, peaceful relationship with the wave, in other words, if I want to be a good surfer, I must know this fundamental fact. I, I, I have to understand, I have to know that the wave is more powerful than me. So a good surfer is one who rides the wave, right? He doesn't try to control the wave. He has a good time on the wave because he knows the will of the wave. He knows how, what the wave is gonna do and then he acts accordingly. That's a good surfer, a bad surfer is someone who doesn't know what the wave is doing, what it's going to do, doesn't know when to drop in. He drops in too late and gets thrown over the falls, or he paddles in too early and he doesn't catch the wave, and he might go the wrong direction. One direction is just whitewash, right? You can't go that way. You have to go, if the, if the wave's breaking left, that's the way you got to go. Otherwise, you're just not going to be able to surf it. You're not going to have a good time. So this is what a yogi's like. A yogi is a person who is, uh, wants to know the will of the Almighty. And he then uh, dovetails his will with the will of the Almighty. And now he's happy. Now he's satisfied. This is yoga. This is real yoga. So this may sound like a, to some people, like a bad thing. <laughs> That's because, you know, they, they, they think that this is like, a, what, I have to do somebody else's will? I don't have to, uh, I have to conform to somebody else's will? 
you want to be a yogi, that's what you got to do. And then you'll experience peacefulness, freedom from anger, and uh, uh, so many fruits be yours if you if you understand how to serve, <laughs> how to live, right? So our disease, our consciousness, our, our problem is that we're not in this consciousness, and that's why we're experiencing anger, because we want our will to be done, and there are forces much more powerful than us that um, are in control. So we're fighting a losing battle when we want our will to be done. So the yogi takes his will and dovetails it with the will of the Almighty. That is, that is, that is yoga, you know. Not trying to imagine that I am the Almighty and this world is meant for my enjoyment and uh, therefore I gotta, you know, I'm gonna get into it, good luck. You're gonna get some disease. You're not gonna feel the happiness and the, um, the, the joy that you seek. You can do it if you want, but it's not gonna, it's not gonna bring you what you want. You're not going to get the satisfaction and the joy that you want. If you want to experience uh, freedom from anger, uh, and more than that, blissfulness, happiness, you must become a yogi. yogi. Yoga means union. A yogi is one who's united with the Supreme. So, um, you know, that's how one becomes free from anger. And stress. It's the same thing. Stress comes from... Uh, when are we stressed? We're stressed because we're worried that something will not come out the way we want it to, right? So it's actually, it's, it's, it's quite um, profound and it's also quite simple that a person needs to um, dovetail their, their life, their will with the will of the Supreme. That's yoga. That's what a yogi is. You know, so yoga, being a yogi is not so cheap. It's not a matter of putting on some tight pants and doing some stretching. <laughs> it's a matter of a, a whole change of consciousness, a whole change of heart. Um, and even though it may sound terrible, it's actually the highest happiness and the highest bliss. Uh, oceans more than uh, a puddle of happiness derived from sensual enjoyment. The happiness of the yogi is unimaginable. But this is, you know, we're just briefly going over the subject tonight, um, and I'm trying to maybe introduce you to the to this. So there's a lot to talk about, and um, it's a very deep subject, but so you know, this is a possibility to become free from anger and stress. Uh, but. It's not a cheap thing. You're not going to get it by just doing some kind of mental tricks or, um, you know, taking up some new pop psychology and trying to imagine that, uh, you know, this, you know, I don't know what they, they try to imagine different things. Um, you know, funny, one funny little side note, um, you know, a lot of these, there's, there's this philosophy that, you know, that, that, is taught in you know pseudo yoga schools that um, you are the supreme and this world is meant for your enjoyment and uh, so basically the philosophy goes is that everybody that I see 
is actually, like, I am the only one that exists. I am God. I am one. There's no others other than me. I'm the only one that exists. And uh, all others is just like a dream. Like, a, it doesn't really exist, right? Um, but, you know, if I'm thinking like that, that, that might work for me. But then you have two people, another person who's, see, I'm thinking you're part of my dream. And that person is thinking, no, 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 you're part of my dream, right? So you have a whole bunch of these I am goddess in one room, all thinking that they're uh, the center and that everybody else is a dream. And it causes for some major conflict, <laughs> some major problems <laughs> in their relationships and so on. So when you have this type of conflict and unsatisfaction and anger, uh, it's because of uh, your belief that you need to give up. Just like that um, Men's Health magazine <laughs> said. So let me read that again. Some anger problems are related to the underlying belief systems about how the world should be. If you have a belief that the world should conform to your expectations, you may experience a lot of frustration and anger when it doesn't. And that's what happens when you get into this mindset. You experience anger and frustration. And those are internal feelings that you don't want. You know, we, we, need, to, we need to get rid of these, this anger and frustration. Right? So that's, you know, I'm sorry, I'm not, you know, it's, it's quite direct, you know, I'm, that's just kind of my style. I'm sorry I don't, you know, if you guys were after some fluff, you know, maybe try somewhere else. <laughs> um, and let me just read you some quotes about some verses that I picked out today from the Bhagavad Gita. The Supreme Lord is situated in everyone's heart, O Arjuna, and is directing the wanderings of all living entities who are seated as on a machine made of material energy. O Sion of Bharata, surrender unto him utterly. By his grace you will attain transcendental peace and the supreme and eternal abode. So this is what's needed is to, to surrender. In other words, give up. Give up my idea that I'm the center and this world is meant for my own enjoyment and surrender unto the Almighty. This is yoga. That is a yogi. Thank you very much.
Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna.
Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. It's hard work. You have to, you, you know, to get the root, to get to the root of the problem. It's a long, long, hard. It's a lot of work. You know, that's what the yoga system is. The whole thing. It's not so, it's not so easy. You know, but there's the in the practice of bhakti yoga. There's, uh, you know, regular things to do every day, and then it has a transformative effect on your heart, on your consciousness, on your mind, and you, and these fruits of freedom from anger um, become manifest. So gradually, not all at once, but gradually. So it's just a matter of applying the, the process of bhakti yoga to your life. And then the, there's, no, there's no, it's not like a, there's a separate thing, you know what I mean? But like there is obviously there's tips on how to control your anger, right? Like, like I read earlier, like step back and try, you know, at least try to give up this idea that this world is meant for you to enjoy and you know you can have that anytime you're feeling the frustration of the things not going your way you can now remember that at least you know but to come to actually be fixed in that reality is 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 not so easy and we have triggers i know i have triggers yeah so I have to be very yeah yeah All right. Are the sweets ready? <laughs> Sweet time. Yeah. Are you going to put like in the paper on the cans? Are you going to then put the paper on the cans? Well, that's 
uh, when we have enough interest, yeah. But for now, we have the Saturday classes, which is like that. Yeah. So you can come to learn more. Come Saturdays at four. Yeah. Yeah, but it'd be good to have another retreat, you know. But there, there will be. Just not not planned yet. Thank you. 